Welcome. I'm Megan Smiley, and this is the Lawyer's Escape Pod. For those of you who've followed the rules, worked really hard to climb the ladder, but are looking around now and thinking, is this it? Is this my life? I hear you. You want more. You want freedom, fulfillment, purpose. But you don't really see how that's going to happen in the traditional work world. You're entrepreneurship curious, but it seems daunting and risky and sort of just unrealistic. In this podcast, I'm going to help you see just how possible it is to build a business and by extension, and really importantly, a life that you'll genuinely enjoy waking up to every morning. Hello, everyone. So today, it's just me doing a solo episode. um, And I wanted to talk a little bit about success and how we define success, how we redefine success, because many of us have gotten on ladders in search of this sort of certain definition of success that we have been indoctrinated with um, and are finding that perhaps it doesn't feel as good at the top of that ladder as we expected. Um, And that is because we haven't defined success for ourselves on a personal level. Um, So one thing that got me triggered thinking about this was I had just seen on TikTok, as one does, uh, a clip of Oprah on The Daily Show. I think it was a while back. And Trevor Noah asked her what characteristics she considered a key to achieving success. And her answer was knowing where you want to go. So I thought that was so true because so many of us have you know, been climbing ladders and chasing a certain version of success that we feel like we should. Um, And in a moment, you know, that is what we set our sights for. That was where we thought we wanted to go, you know, so being smart and capable, you got good grades and, you know, went to the best schools that you could and came out getting a good job and working your way up. And, And along that road, people are reinforcing that you are being successful, right? Like looking at you going, oh, that's a great decision. That's a good career. You'll be stable. We're so proud of you. Um, Just really confirming the, the correctness of the goals that we were achieving. Um, And, you know, we kind of keep on that, on that cycle because it just seems like what's done. And then, you know, you're in law school and, you know, it's okay, go get it as good a job as you can get at a firm and it just it's how it's done and so you're just sort of following the breadcrumbs of success as as it has been presented to you Um, and so many of us get caught up in that flow right and maybe never stop to consider you know really at the end of this path is that something that will make me happy in the long run? Is that going to feel like success to me, not from the eyes of others? Um, And, you know, we all get caught up in this, I think, a lot. Well, maybe not all, but certainly I did. You know, I went to law school 
I was just talking to somebody else similar, thinking, okay, I'll go in and I, I want to do something like international human rights. Uh, you know, something in that sphere was what my in, where my interests lay. I certainly didn't think I was going to go and do securities law. Um, maybe, yeah, I mean, I, I think some people do. I did not. I went in thinking, oh, you know, I'm interested in sort of global politics and that sort of thing. And I even took classes on it, but it, you know, OCI comes along. And so you're like, well, I don't know, I'm supposed to throw my hat in for these jobs. I'll just do the the interviews. And then you get an offer at a big law firm and they want to pay a lot of money. And, you know, other things are actually harder to find right out of law school. And so, you know, immediately you sort of get derailed from what you initially thought you wanted to do. Um some of us. Uh, but, you know, even if that is what you want to do, it's like, you know, partially because that's just baked into the system. Um, and so, you know, you keep down that path, you get the job, you're congratulated for it, well paid. Um, and I think in a lot of those moments, I mean, I remember being like, oh, good, like, yeah, I am, I'm proud of myself. Uh, this is, this is a good job. And I'm, you know, I, I feel like it is an accomplishment. And it was an accomplishment, right? Like, it's not to belittle that we spent time and energy and, you know, got through a lot of difficult hurdles, um, you know, and end up at sort of, you know, at this firm, I remember my office, like had a view over Boston Harbor, and I got, you know, my sort of professional outfits and felt like a real adult, <laughs> you know, success in a way. Um, but it didn't take long for the reality of sort of what I thought on paper were check marks for success to not really match up with my internal feeling of you know, I didn't feel like I was in the right place. I didn't feel like this was making me happy or fulfilled. Um, and, you know, it's at that point you go, well, I, you know, I feel like I am on the track that is obvious to me and I'm looking ahead and not only am I not happy right now, I'm looking at the partners I work with. There was one who was, I did a lot of work with. He was a managing partner, and he was he was really great at what he did, and he seemed to really love it. But I looked at him. I'm like, you're on call all of the time. You know, he would be running out of the office to go to his kids' baseball games and coaching third base while you know closing deals on on a BlackBerry. And I. It seemed like it worked for him. Like, it's not a judgment. But I looked at that and thought, that is not, that isn't the life I, I wouldn't be happy doing that. Like, I'm just not built to sort of be on all the time that way. Um, and so it just made it very clear to me that, that I was on the wrong ladder. I could have kept climbing it, but it wasn't the right success ladder for me. Um, but then it begs the question, what is success? You know, we've gotten a bit detached from that because we've been working towards a particular version of it that, that, you know, was very well outlined for us. But what does it mean if that's not it? What is it, right? You know, 
Um, and I think sometimes we have a very narrow vision of what we start to try and solve for. So, you know, say you were like me and you're at, you know, sort of your traditional big law firm doing, you know, whatever, and you are starting to realize this is really not for you, you know, not just the, the particular firm, but, you know, this overall kind of lifestyle. And so maybe you decide you want to leave practice and, what occurs to us in this moment is, okay, you know, I'm a successful lawyer. I just don't like this. Success will be um, looking into, you know, Sarah Cottrell and I always joke like Googling alternative roles for lawyers. So what is the most obvious thing? So you're, again, looking external for what your options are. So you maybe, you know, set your sights on a list of sensible law adjacent roles you know, whose main benefits are, it's not where you currently are. And it sort of makes sense. It sounds like a reasonable step um, that would maybe still be considered, uh, you know, successful in this same sort of realm. But if that's what you're thinking, I would just challenge you to ask yourself, does that feel inspired? Are you, is that really what success looks like for you? Or is that actually just kind of a form of survival. Um, you know, what would it mean to have success on a more holistic level in your work, in your life? And might that look very different from the version of success that you've been aiming for? So some of the things that you want to ask yourself when considering you know, what your personal success looks like is, you know, to ask what kind of work do you actually enjoy doing? Um, And I always say, like, this isn't just what skills have you developed in your job that you can, you know, spin to be applicable to another job, right? That's still just kind of... um, perpetuating the same cycle that you're in. So we want to jump outside and look at things from more 30,000 foot view. Um, And instead of saying like, what is it that I have been doing? Look back and say, not just from this job or even this career, but in life, what are the, what are the types of things that I do that just light me up where I find flow, where I just feel like I'm really, it's a natural strength of mine. Um, you know, there's this concept of the zone of genius. This is this area where you bring your unique special sauce to what you do in a way that is, you know, really, really specific to you that there's really no one better at doing this, this type of thing. Um, And then below that is the zone of excellence. And that is where so many of us get stuck. Because if you've gone through law school and you've become a lawyer and you're out there practicing, I'm just going to assume that you're, you're pretty good at what you do. You're even excellent, right? And you've been rewarded for this excellence, which sounds like it's good, but excellence is is sort of where dreams go to die because you're so good at it, it's hard to walk away. You're getting rewarded because you are good at it. But it's not necessarily 
the work that you are uniquely made to do. There may be pieces of it, and that's an exercise to go and say, where are the parts of what I do that I love? You know, maybe it's, you know, the client counseling part of it and and sort of advising people is something you love, but actually litigating isn't, um, just as an example. So you don't want to throw out the baby with the bathwater, but really take a high level look at what are the types of things that you just lose yourself in doing. That's how naturally they come to you. Second question is, what kind of lifestyle do I want to live? What is my overall life vision? Because you can't, as I'm sure you have realized, if you've sort of gotten into a career that you feel stuck in, it's not isolated from the rest of your life. It all goes together. So asking yourself, what is it that I want my life to look like? Um, and, and, and therefore, where does work fit into it? Um, there's some people who would be fine compartmentalizing their job. And as long as it left them time for the rest of their life, because that's what fuels them. And there's no judgment on that. That's what I thought I was doing when I moved to the law school. It's like, this is a real nine to five. It's interesting enough. It provides me a lot of freedom otherwise um, and predictability. Um, and I thought that's the camp I, I was going to be in. Um, and if you're in that camp, that's cool. Um, but it may be that, that the lifestyle you want to live I came to learn was not entirely compatible with that. I want to be able to live wherever I want to live. And that wasn't consistent with that job. There were a bunch of other sort of um, reasons why I think it wasn't a long-term fit. But I just use that as as an example to, to say, really think about what you want your life globally to look like and think about where you would want work to fit into that. Um, then think about, you know, your natural interests. What lights you up? What are the things that you always kind of keep coming back to? Um, you know, it may be, you know, activities that you've taken part in in your life, your hobbies, if you have any time for them, um, things that you choose to learn about. Um, just where is your attention and interest naturally drawn? Um, and importantly in this, this space, I would say, don't rule things out because you're like, that's not a profession, you know, like, okay, well, I like playing the piano, but what am I going to be a pianist? You know, at this stage, just collect ideas, just start to get re-familiarized with who you are as a whole human separate from just this career that you've been pursuing. Um, and just really like, Collect those ideas, brainstorm, um, throw a wide net. And finally, what is the impact that you care about making with your work? And what are your values? Um, You know, I hear from a lot of people that as you continue, you know, maybe having a very traditional, you know, law firm position that, you know, you got into, to, you know, the legal space, because you wanted to help people and you had a sense of justice. Um, But where you've ended up is helping, you know, 
big companies buy and sell other companies or or sue each other and it just doesn't really feel like you're doing God's work on that one um and again like none of this is a judgment it's just about being honest with yourself about what your values are and knowing that you want those to show up in some way and certainly not be directly in conflict to the work that you're spending your life doing and those are sort of the seeds that, you know, when I work with people, we, we bring these together and we experiment and we play with ideas and check them, you know, check ideas against the sort of blueprint of yourself that you're creating. Um, and that's how you start to define success for yourself. It's where you're ticking these boxes off that it all makes sense for you. It aligns with who you are, what your values are, what you want to do in this world, what lights you up. That is your success. And it can be scary because what that looks like could be very different from where you are right now. And it's it's scary to sort of say, I'm going to make a big change. Um, but, you know, you are smart and capable and you've climbed a ladder that as it turns out, if you've gotten this far, you probably didn't even want to climb. So imagine that you put all of that capability and commitment and grit into pursuing something that really is so deeply aligned for you and that you're excited about. There's, you know, there's some mindset work to be done on that, but I just want to at least plant the seed for you that that's possible and that you are more than capable of making a shift, figuring this stuff out, whatever it is, and and climbing to a version of success that really feels true for you. So um that's my spiel on how you can kind of define success for yourself. Um, if you have any questions about that, let me know. I do have an exercise I have some of my clients do around your life vision that helps kind of set the stage for this. So if you're interested in that, um, shoot me a message. You can, you know, it's Megan at MeganSmiley.com or DM me on Instagram or on LinkedIn and I will share that with you to give you sort of a better sense of how you start to set this GPS for the point that you really want to move towards. All right, see you next time.